welcome you sexy goddess to the sweetest little life. I am your host, Courtney Hansen. I'm an author, yogi, Reiki master, and hypnotherapist specializing in trauma. My passion is to bring you wisdom each week with amazing guests to spark integration of all parts of yourself, to nurture your spirit, stimulate the mind, and love your body just a little bit more with each episode that drops. If you love this podcast and want more amazing resources for spiritual growth and holistic healing, make sure to download our app, The Sweetest Little Life, or head to the website, thesweetestlittlelife.com. Grab your favorite cup of tea or throw on your yoga pants and head for a walk while we hang out for the next 30 minutes of Soul to Soul Connection. We are talking about such a taboo topic today, and I know this sparks a lot of controversy between people, but we are going to be speaking about how you can transition to a plant-based diet in a healthy way. This is something that you feel called to do if you're taking a lot of medications and you're ready to get off of them. It has been scientifically proven that a plant-based diet is a way that you can transition that, but how do you do it, right? It's so overwhelming with social media, Google, all the things and all the information that is being thrown at us and the data input that is coming. And so today we have an expert on the show that is really breaking down the science between a plant-based diet and how we can sustain that in a healthy way for not only ourselves, but as mothers and our family. So lowering body weight, decreased risk of cancer, uh, really becoming this alkaline state within your body and what that looks like. We also have a free grocery list for you that I'm going to be including in the email we send out if you're not a part of our email list. Hop on my website and join right away. We send out all the goodies, no spammy-ish ever. But without further ado, we're going to hop right into this. We're going to learn all the things Get a pen and paper because there's going to be a lot of notes, a lot of things you're going to want to write down. I learned so much from this episode and I hope you do too. Hello and welcome to The Sweetest Little Life. I am so excited for our conversation today. How are you? Good. Hello, Courtney. How was your holiday? Um, It was good. It was quite slow and relaxing, which was nice. Um, We just had a kind of like a celebration with some family and friends. So that was really nice, like a little potluck dinner. But the rest of it was kind of slow and relaxing, um, which was nice after the busy fall season. Simplicity is the best. Yes. Amazing. Uh It was so good. Same thing. Very quiet. Mm, Wonderful. Yes. Very quiet and peaceful. It was good. Took a couple days off, which I haven't done in months. So that was nice. (laughs) It's always a refreshing time to be with family and to just unwind a little bit before the new year starts. Yes, yes. And I don't watch TV ever. And I started Yellowstone. Oh my gosh, mistakes were made. I like went on this huge binge. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, you can do that. Yeah. Oh, So I love to kick off the show and just hear who you are and how you got doing the work that you're doing today. What inspired what you do and what is it that you do? Absolutely. I'll be glad to share that. Well, I think many of us just want to be healthy so we can do the things we love with the people we love. And maybe for those who have chronic health issues, it could be as simply as regaining your health and life back, you know, with more energy and less pain and medications. Well, I was no different. I wanted to be healthy and to stay healthy. And that's why I switched midway in college to focus on nutrition, because I saw just how useful and practical a field it was, not just for myself, but for others as well. 
But initially, um, after I became a dietitian, I was not really focused on plant-based diets. It was when you know the health problems started mounting in my in-laws and in my father. My mother-in-law, she had type 2 diabetes and she had um, lymphoma, which she battled with eight rounds of chemo. Mm. And my um, father-in-law had prostate cancer and lately he developed thyroid cancer as well. And my own father, he has high, high blood pressure, uh, heart problems, he had an emergency stent, and then he had eye problems, you know, age-related macular degeneration. So all these things just got me concerned naturally, and I wanted to optimize the health of my family and prevent future chronic diseases. So that's why I started looking into plant-based diets. And the more I researched, the more I was actually amazed to see the myriad of health benefits that a high-fiber, whole-food, plant-based diet can bring. Benefits like reducing your weight, uh, lowering your cholesterol, improving your blood, blood pressure and diabetes, as well as preventing and even reversing heart disease. So that's why our family decided to move to a plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. Now, even though I was a dietitian, I still found that first year of transition a real steep learning curve. I think about it. I had to find my way around the plant-based world learn how to prep and cook with all these whole plant-based food ingredients and try out multiple recipes, um, you know, all while taking care of a home, young children and working. But it's actually through this experience in the years that follow that I discovered my love of recipe creation and I learned and developed so many time-saving kitchen prep hacks and strategies, as well as uh, created easy and tasty nutrient-packed recipes that I can't wait to share it with others so as to make their transition to plant-powered life that much easier than what I experienced. In these last three to four years, I also witnessed um, at least five friends whose families and lives have been torn apart, three from deaths due to sudden heart attacks, and two to death from metastatic cancer. Mm. And I just feel so heartbroken for them, having lost a loved one myself to widespread breast cancer during the same time. So I feel like my story is a big part of why I'm here today. I'm passionate about helping busy people with health challenges transform their health through the power of plant-based foods. And I really wanna help them be healthy and enjoy life again and keep families together for as long as possible. Mm, that's beautiful. And so when you first started creating recipes and stuff, I can only imagine how difficult that was and overwhelming trying to completely make the switch. Was it something that you gradually did for your family? And how did your kids respond when you first switched to whole plant-based foods? So I think for me, and different people do it differently, but for me, um, what worked was to make a more gradual transition. So I actually took um, a couple of months, you know, up to a year to make that transition because it was so overwhelming. You know, there's Mm -hmm. so many new ingredients that you're not used to having been, you know, a meat-based kind of uh, eating pattern beforehand. So working with lentils, chickpeas, all the different kinds of beans. Uh, there's at least 400 different kinds of beans, right? Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, um, cultivated in the world, but obviously in your local supermarket, there's still quite a variety <laughs> to learn from. But just learning how to work with them, dry beans. Um, so I had to kind of take each and every ingredient one at a time, learn how to use it, and then try different recipes with it, right? And then um, it slowly integrated into our meals, our family meals. And to your question, my children were, at least they were young at the time, 
So it was easier, you know, um, to kind of slowly introduce these um, ingredients and to try different ways of making it and adding it to the foods. And um, it was a process, you know, of, of removing some of the animal-based products from our home, finding substitutes, um, and then uh, gradually creating more just plant-based dishes and recipes. So I know some people, yeah, some people make a transition right away overnight, uh, but other people do it more gradually, and that's okay. Yeah. So I would love to break down for the audience. I know we're entering into a new year. A lot of people have goals of eating cleaner um, Mm. and just to feel better, right? And it doesn't have to be difficult. And so how can we break it down to simplicity on ways that people can start to incorporate in more plant-based foods? Mm, That's a great question. I think there's a couple of ways to do it. I think one of the big um, hangups or you want to talk roadblocks to integrating more plant-based foods into their meals um, would be maybe a lack of time, energy, busy schedules, and a lack of knowledge and skills, right, of how to prep and cook with these plant-based foods. But um, I think uh, before I talk about this, it's okay if I just back up a little bit and just explain what foods we're talking about when we're talking about eating a plant-based diet. Let's start at the beginning. Yes, I think (laughs) that might be most helpful. Uh, So when I talk about a plant-based diet, and there may be different ways, uh, different people may have different ways of explaining it. But the way I see it is talking about a plant-focused way of eating. So making your plates predominantly plant-based and making plants or plant-based foods the stars of your plate um, instead of meats, right? Instead of animal-based products. And um, and plant-based foods are the most healthful kind of plant-based diets because there are many different kinds of plant-based diets. And I, as I think I'm sure you know, someone can be plant-based or vegan, but still not eat in the best, healthiest way, right? Because there mm-hmm. are plenty of processed, commercial, <laughs> vegan products out there that may not be the best for health in the long term. So the most healthful kind of a plant-based diet is one that focuses on minimally processed or unprocessed whole plant-based foods. So these would be the fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, whole grains, and legumes. So things like the beans, lentils, chickpeas, split peas, um, those kind, that category. So this is where um, people get a hang up from because they they think, how can I integrate these whole plant-based foods? A, they may not have been used to cooking with them, or two, you know, they've been eating lots of meat-based products, so it's they don't know how to handle these um, whole plant-based foods. Well, one simple way to integrate them is to use some maybe nature's convenience foods, I like to call them. So <laughs> easy starter, easy starter whole grains and legumes that you can easily start even today, you know, integrating into your meals. So for example, let's talk about whole grains. So um, starter whole grains, easy ones to prep and prepare and to add to your meals would be things like um, buckwheat, quinoa, or brown rice. Those are quite easy to do. I know a lot of people feel uh, brown rice is um, maybe the texture is a bit chewy, right? It may may not taste as nice as white rice, which is a refined grain. We want to stick with the whole grains because that is the one that comes with um, the bran, the germ, and the endosperm. So it's chock full of the nutrients um, 
the B vitamins and all the minerals and protein and fiber for your body. So one easy hack or way to cook the brown rice so it's, the texture is nicer is to just soak it overnight or soak it for a couple of hours, then dump out that water and then cook it like you would the white rice. And that usually makes it nice and soft. Um, buckwheat and quinoa I like a lot and they are um, all these brown rice, quinoa, and buckwheat are all gluten-free. So they're great alternative for someone who needs it to be gluten-free. And uh, buckwheat and quinoa, they um, are both easy to cook within 15, 20 minutes, a little bit of simmering, bring it to a boil on the stovetop, and then you can eat it with your meal um, as long as with any other kind of entree that you have. So that makes it like a nice way, an easy way to, to add it in. Some people like to use quinoa in their uh, stews as well, or chili as well, or you can make casseroles with them, or even add it to a salad. So there's many options for ways to use that. Oh, quinoa is one of my favorites. Yes, yes. Uh, it's so easy to make, um, to, to use as well. And it's a complete protein. So legumes as well. So we think about the beans, lentils, chickpeas. If you're pressed for time, or you have no... Um, if you don't know how to cook with the dry beans, that's okay. Um, you can use canned versions. They, they have canned green or brown lentils or all the different kinds of canned um, white beans, black beans, chickpeas or garbanzo beans. And some supermarkets, um, depending on where you live, which country you're in, they also have lots of frozen bean options. So kidney beans or white beans, um, lima beans or they have edamame so lots of different beans that you can use and um, and I love beans uh, legumes because they're so versatile you can uh, use them in different ways so even for someone who may not be used to eating a lot of beans and things you can try maybe something like a hummus uh, you can use a bit of chickpea flour in you know half and half with what you're making as a baked good you can use some, um, you can get vegetarian refried beans in your burrito filling or use some in your casseroles or lasagnas as well. So there's lots of different ways to use that. Um, and does that help? I hope that helps a bit. Oh my gosh, that helps so much. Wonderful. Now, when people are bringing in vegetables, things like that. So if you're eating clean, what do you do for treats, things like that? What do you do for treats, you mean? Mm -hmm. Oh, so you mean like snacks or desserts or? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a great, great question. Well, um, there are lots of great, easy plant-based snacks that you can make as well, um, if that's something you're looking for or for your children as well. So, for example, you can make um, kind of, there's cookies you can make, uh, even if it's just with oats or you know dates that's been soaked and mashed together with a little bit banana you can make that into easy little cookies for your children um, there are you can make chia puddings I don't know have you had chia seeds before oh yes yes <laughs> so so chia pudding is a great kind of a snack and you can just take um a few tablespoons, like three tablespoons of chia seeds with a plant-based milk, let it soak, stir it up and let it soak in the refrigerator for two or three hours or overnight. And then you can top it with fresh fruits um, or even a little bit of cocoa powder for a chocolate pudding. My children love that. 
um, and you can have that as a little snack or pick, pick me up or a little treat if you like to have that. You can even make granola bars. I make some um, high protein kind of lentil with oats kind of granola bars. Oh, and yeah, those are nice. you those freeze well and they you know they are delicious my husband takes that to work <laughs> and you can take that you know and it's just like a a great little energy pick me up if you need to throughout the day obviously there's fresh fruits you can make smoothies um there's there's lots of things you can do uh to have snacks and um a favorite one is just like a, a dates, you know, pitted dates, medjool dates. You can slice it and put some walnuts inside, or some people will put a little bit of nut butter or seed butter, um, and then just zap it in the microwave for like 10 seconds. It comes like a, almost like a Snickers kind of <laughs> treat. Oh my gosh, so, so good. So you don't need to feel deprived in any way when you're eating a plant-based diet. There's lots and lots of options. And we haven't even talked about baked goods, <laughs> baked treats that you can oh make my gosh. as well. <laughs> yes, let's get into that. All the goodness. <laughs> Yes. So, so when, if someone wants to go completely plant-based, mm-hmm. what have been your results that you've seen with children? Because I know a lot of behavioral problems that mamas struggle with are directly related to nutrition, red dye, high sugars, all of the yuck that is in our food now. And I can't remember, I had someone on the show a while back and she actually looked up the exact statistics for the things that are in the US that are actually illegal in other countries because they're so bad for us. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I work, you know, I work mainly with um, adults. So those who have health issues um, and are wanting to move towards plant-based eating to benefit their health. And so I can speak a lot more from that standpoint. But I know for uh, children, Children, especially if they have some um, health and behavioral um, issues, I think often it does, nutrition does play a big part in there because they are developing, they're growing and, and they're um, maturing, right, um, as they're growing up. So the nutrition that we give them is definitely important. And it's important to look at all aspects of what they're having in their meals. You know, the standard American diet, as we know, it's, is, um, it's a, it provides some, it does provide iron, protein, you know, it provides calories, but it doesn't provide, especially if it's highly based in a lot of commercial processed products, it doesn't provide as much as the vitamins, minerals, phytonutrients, fiber, um, and lots of the protein that comes from plants too, to really uh, boost a child's nutrition as well. So I do think mm-hmm. it's very important um, to, to, and it can only benefit the health of the adults as well as the children by integrating more of these whole plant-based foods into them. Because I think we, and it makes sense, you know, that, that these whole plant-based foods would be the most naturally nutrient-packed foods on the planet. And they come as a package deal of all these nutrients I just talked about. So it makes sense to integrate that and that into their meals to, to give them the best health and nutrition possible. What was your energy like when you switched to plant-based? Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think when my, because my transition was a little bit more gradual um, in terms of that, but I know of others in my community. So my energy levels increased gradually over time, right? As I made the transition, but I have worked since worked with others and know others in my community. There was this um, one one lady, she had 
she went from within four months, and this has just happened this, this past year, she went uh, from about four months of switching completely to a plant-based diet. She went from walking, having to use a walker to get from her bedroom to her bathroom. That was how bad it was. She could not move without doing that. She was lying in bed mostly. She had um, acid reflux, joint pains, gout, all these problems to you know, two or three months later, being able to walk outside for a, a mile, getting off her um, acid reflux medications to getting back into cooking, um, you know, and cleaning her home and being able to be so active. So to, for her, her energy level has definitely gone through, you know, the roof since she switched over completely to a plant-based diet. So it's really amazing to see. Wow. Yeah, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. So incredible. So I know you have some goodies to get people inspired and to get them on their way. Can you share a little bit about what is going to be in the show notes for people to have some assistance in getting started on their journeys? Sure, absolutely. Um, I do have a free gift and resource for your listeners. It's called a quick start grocery guide for plant-based essentials. So this has a one page kind of recommended grocery list of some plant-based staples that would be easy and inexpensive to get that can are commonly used in plant-based meals. It comes with some money-saving shopping tips as well as where to find, you know, plant-based items in the store because that could be a big one to save you on shopping time and some easy starter meal recipes. So just a few recipes to get you started and to see that, you know, cooking plant-based is not um, difficult at all. And to get that, it's very easy to get that. You can just go to plantnourish.com forward slash grocery guide. So plantnourish.com forward slash grocery guide. If you'd like to connect with me, you can also go to that website, plantnourish.com. I offer support through private one-to-one coaching, as well as I have a six-week online course. It's called the Plant Part Life Transformation Course. It's designed to help busy people with health challenges master the basics of plant-based eating in six weeks. I also have a free Facebook group. It's, uh, it's called Beginners for Plant-Based Diet Success. So um, I do regular Facebook live trainings, um, you know, practical strategies and topics to help you, as well as there's lots of meal ideas and inspiration. It's a great community and very supportive to be part of. Oh, amazing. Well, thank you so much for sharing your expertise with us today and getting us on our way to a plant-based way of living. You're welcome, Courtney. It was a pleasure to speak with you today. You too. Have a great day. so much for listening to The Sweetest Little Life today. I hope you walk away feeling inspired, feeling a little bit more lighter, a little bit more free than what you were before you hit that play button. As always, please, sharing is caring. We love to hear your thoughts. We love to get feedback, um, guest recommendations, all the things. And if you're not subscribed, hit that little subscribe button before you leave today. And until next time, we will be hanging out soon.